Governor Ron DeSantis may not even know this, but he's stewarding the leadership God has granted him in a really godly way, particularly in these times of universal deceit. Uh, This is going to be a fun cast for me because it's so heartening to see a man stand up to unmitigated evil and, in fact, at a state level, absolute treason. Before we begin the cast, I just beg you to hear this. And if it's for the first time, I need to explain it to you. This is a young woman who believes that she is inhabited by an entire army of personalities. It's called disassociative identity disorder. It's the new Sybil. It's not real. But this young lady thinks it's real. In the state of Florida, prior to Governor Ron DeSantis outlawing this this garbage, this mutilation, this young woman would have been judged sane enough to have her body mutilated. So listen carefully as hard as it is to hear. So I'm a member of a DID system. And for me right now, that means that in the coming months, I am going to be able to watch some of my best friends and some of my closest companions get the body of their dreams that matches their gender, that makes them feel happy. And in exchange, I'm going to have to give up my own. I'm cisgender, the majority of my headmates aren't, and we've decided to transition. Which means that as happy as I am for the men in my system, I am about to have to watch myself go through the wrong puberty. Uh. (laughs) That's literally her belief. And it's literally a fact that in separate countries like Washington and Oregon and California, so-called doctors will in fact shoot her up with testosterone will in fact slice her body apart. Ron DeSantis stopped that, and then a Soros-type state AG said, no, I'm going to commit treason against you. The Todd Herman Show is 100% disapproved by big pharma, technocrats, and tyrants everywhere. Now, from the high mountains of free America, here's the Emerald City Exile. Todd Herman. Today is the day the Lord has made, and these are the times through which God has decided we shall live. Thank you to Allen's Artisan Soaps for the pleasure of talking about a company that uh, exists out of joy and love for a young man and for all young people who are challenged uh, with autism and other circumstances and still contribute to society in important ways. It's, it's <laughs> given the, the, what we talk about in the show, it's such a relief to be able to speak about companies like that. It's allensoaps.com slash Todd. Isaiah 49, verse 15 and 16. Can a mother forget the baby at her breast and have no compassion on the child she has born? Though she may forget, I will not forget you. See, I've engraved you on the palms of my hands. Your walls are ever before me. Yeah, there are parents um, who, in fact, do forget the kids. And this is part of the split that the Lord has allowed in this country. And he's created, as I've often said, that the, the hardest to fail, pass, fail test in history And all too many shiny shoes fail it because they're cowards. They are 
utterly terrified of the sexual left. Some of them are purchased. Some of them have just outright been bought. You know, you see CPAC having Burgess Owens speak. Burgess Owens, the, you know, rock-ribbed conservative from Utah, was perfectly okay in coding into law the lie that men are women. Matt Schlapp, the guy who runs CPAC, took money. We talked about this last week from a sexual left organization that pushes the trans lie. Matt Schlapp pretended on Twitter that the swimmer Leah Thomas is a woman. He just be called her a she. Pretends she's a woman. This all began in the separate countries. It was about eight years ago when Republicans got purchased to let's, let, let sit a so-called human rights commission diktat that allowed men to enter into women's places. Over the weekend um, in, in the Seattle area, uh, just north of Seattle, a woman, 80 years old, has been banned from the YMCA, YWCA, because she did not want to stand naked next to a man with his penis and testicles pretending to be a woman. So she's kicked out. This all began with Republicans. In the state of Washington, three Republicans had the opportunity to stop this. They refused. They've had a decade to speak out against it. Roughly, they've refused. National talk radio hosts, eight, six, eight years ago, had the opportunity to sign petitions against this. They refused. They had the opportunity to stand against this. They didn't. Ron DeSantis is. And it is just an utter joy. He's doing so much here. He's confronting the fact that George Soros buys state attorneys or state's attorneys. George Soros buys district attorneys. George Soros has made no secret of this. The Open Society Foundation makes no secret of this. The guy who is pushing the legalization of every single terrible narcotic is the same guy who in Vancouver, Canada, funded the heroin injection centers, which, by the way, are now being amped up to fentanyl injection centers. Ron DeSantis is confronting George Soros in this move. Soros has said America needs to be taken down a few notches. Soros is a country destroyer. He is a uniquely vile and evil man. God could redeem him, but Soros is one of those people who I believe finds himself to be his own God. Psalm 82, 3, 4, defend the weak and the fatherless, uphold the cause of the poor and the oppressed, rescue the weak and the needy, deliver them from the hand of the wicked. Does that not describe what Ron DeSantis is doing? So he may not know it, but he is stewarding leadership in what I consider to be the most godly example that I've seen um, in a very, very long time. And I'm in my mid fifties. DeSantis has suspended this so-called state attorney, Andrew Warren, because Andrew Warren has refused to enforce a whole bunch of Florida laws. He just, they don't work for him. When you are owned by someone else, you, you, you can't have two masters. So who is this guy's master? Is it George Soros? Ron DeSantis seems to think so. 
Well, I can look at his pattern of behavior and say, I know spiritually who he's working for now. He doesn't know that. Or maybe he does. I think he probably doesn't. Ron DeSantis made this announcement. They teased the announcement. They said it's going to drive the left nuts. Almost certainly there'll be lawsuits. It's going to create... Now, see, this is, this is a constitutional crisis on a state level. Legislature passes the laws. The attorney general is the attorney to enforce those laws. This is Ron DeSantis. Today, we are suspending state attorney Andrew Warren, effective immediately. And just a little mini statement there. With the applause, that's enough. But the whole statement and the entire proclamation, the whereases, is all available online. And I've noticed something. That's what the mockingbirds are running. That little piece. Here's the full statement you can also read in the show notes. There's a link to the actual proclamation. The Constitution of Florida has vested the veto power in the governor, not in individual state attorneys. And so when you flagrantly violate your oath of office, when you make yourself above the law, uh, you have violated your duty, uh, you have neglected your duty, and you are displaying a lack of competence uh, to be able to reform those duties. And so today, we are suspending state attorney Andrew Warren, effective immediately. It's a beautiful thing. And you can do all the contrast and compare you like. All of the hand-wringing from people with the party about the lawlessness of Trump. All the hand-wringing about the lawlessness of the Supreme Court. Silliness in comparison to what's been done here. Woe to those who make unjust laws, to those who issue oppressive decrees, Isaiah 10, verse 1. Oppressive decrees? Like forcing parents to shut their holes? When the state comes by to say, hey, your, your daughter's a boy. Or you get a bill in the mail from your insurance company for services? to your 14-year-old daughter and they refuse to tell you what the services are? Was it an abortion? They don't have to tell you. Is your daughter now on testosterone? Well, you'll figure out that. You'll figure that out when your 14-year-old daughter starts to grow a mustache. But they're not going to tell you. Maybe they put your daughter on psychosomatic, pardon me, psychotropic drugs. Maybe they're still playing the game that there is a serotonin imbalance. So maybe they put her on that. You don't get to know. This is the outcome of the separate countries that Ron DeSantis is rescuing the people from the state of Florida from having to go through. And the outcomes to this stuff, just imagine how catastrophic this is. In the separate countries of Washington and California and Oregon, just imagine this. Just imagine the situation. Your, your daughter is in a, let's say she's in a car accident. And she's injured, unconscious, unconscious, conscious. <laughs> uh, I'm getting a Biden thing. And they take her to the hospital. The ER doc comes out and is asking you questions. Okay, so there's some medication we need to give her to help her wake up and to stabilize her. Is she on any um, a- any of the following medications and hands you a form and you look through it and go, oh, no, no, no. Our, our daughter is incredibly healthy. She's not on any of that medication. She doesn't even take any pills. 
Okay, good. That's good. So we're free to go do this. They go in and they administer these meds to help stabilize the, you know, your daughter and she crashes. Well, well, how could that happen? Because your school has been secreting antidepressants to her and anti-anxiety meds and you didn't know because they didn't tell you. Your daughter comes home. She's got incredible stomach pains. She's doubling over. And so you give her Tylenol and, hey, it's probably a flu. You ask her, did you get hurt? Were you playing soccer? Maybe the, the ball hit you? Did you take a fall? No, 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 no. I'm fine. I'm fine. I just, I just need to go upstairs. I just need to go upstairs to my room. Honey, take some aspirin. Get in bed. Let's stay hydrated. You're checking her for fevers. And she doesn't have any. So you're not sticking any fevers and yet she's, she's just now non-responsive and you, you just say, hey, listen, just get some sleep and you go upstairs and your daughter's dead and you pull open the sheets and there's blood everywhere. Well, how could that happen? Well, because they gave her an abortion and they didn't tell you because they don't have to because they own her. This is what Ron DeSantis is saving the voters of Florida from. The families in Florida. He stands between them and the gender jackers and the, and the massive industrial level killing of babies and the seizing of kids' bodies. If there's not a better way to steward leadership, if there's a better way to steward leadership, I'm unaware of it. Matthew 18, 6. If anyone causes one of these little ones, those who believe in me, to stumble, it would be better off for them to have a large millstone hung around their neck and to be drowned in the depths of the sea. This is the same governor who has banned kids from going to drag queen events in bars that shouldn't even have to be banned. They're bars. He's banned the sexual indoctrination. Something else about Andy Warren, this so-called state attorney general. Um, He also refused to uphold the ban on chemically and surgically mutilating children. Because who's his master? It's not the people of the state of Florida. It's not the voters. It's not the Florida state constitution. He's either his own master or someone pays his way. And it could be a combination of both. Once people are bought, they'll do anything they can to convince themselves they've not been bought. Governor DeSantis, of course, has addressed this topic time and again. Involved in just protecting children in this state across a wide variety of things. And one of the things that they're trying to do is they talk about these very young kids getting gender affirming care. They don't tell you what that is, is they are actually giving very young girls double mastectomies. They want to castrate these young boys. That's wrong. And so we've stood up and said, both from the health and children well-being perspective, you know, you don't disfigure 10, 12, 13 year old kids uh, based on gender dysphoria. 80% of it resolves anyways by the time they get older. So why would you be doing this? I think these doctors need to get sued for what's happening. I'm sorry. Later this week, um, we'll be talking about what he just said, Ron DeSantis just said. It's not just the doctors. In fact, tomorrow, we're going to go through the Alex Jones precedent. 
I've been saying for about four months, sue the Mockingbird Media, and I can make the case. We talked to Professor William Jacobson about this. He said it would be a long shot, and he's a lawyer, and I'm not. And I disagree with my friend. In a civil court, we have all the evidence we need to show that the Mockingbird media lies about the mRNA injections to this moment. They lied about masks. They lie about the injections and their efficacy and their safety. They lie about the number of people who've been killed. They lie about the number of deaths. They lie for profit. We'll talk later about other people who should be sued, other organizations. Yeah, we'll talk about it when we talk about Alex Jones. It's the Alex Jones precedent. And incidentally, you've heard me describe the party that is the deep state, academia, tech and pharma, big finance. You've heard me talk about in the Mockingbird Media, the party. There's a United States senator who describes the party. He uses a slightly different phrase. And of course, he's a Republican, so he has to pretend that it's not his party, too. Although, although, he called them out in a pretty remarkable way. You'll hear that tomorrow. This so-called state AG is also an amateur theologian. And this is where we get to the true character of the AG so-called, because he's not an AG, he's an activist. It's where we get to the true character of this person, Andrew Warren, that Ron DeSantis has suspended. In 2020, back when they began to install the Great Reset, they were shutting down churches. And we all remember, every one of us remembers, churches but not liquor stores, schools but not pot stores, gyms shut down. But you want to go out and purchase wine at a great big retailer and, and, and drink up your wine? Good to go. Beers to go. Pot to go. They made no effort in separate countries like Seattle to actually go after intravenous drug users. At the same time as people were being wrapped up in woke masks, they made no effort to go to the drug using community to say, hey, um, can you guys clean that up during this so-called pandemic? We all remember the juxtaposition. So Andrew Warren, who refused to enforce the laws of the state of Florida, DeSantis is now suspended stood outside of a church and grandstanded because he was attacking a pastor. Wait until you hear his statements that he made on that day because he's also an amateur theologian. Now, so am I. Although I don't fancy myself a theologian. I'm not. I, I'm pretty open. I'm still learning the Bible. This guy is an absolute abomination. If a ruler listens to lies, all his officials become wicked. The poor and the oppressed have this in common. The Lord gives sight to the eyes of both. If a king judges the poor with fairness, his throne will be established forever. Proverbs 29, 12 through 14. The uh, folks at Bulwark Capital Management uh, are doing it again. 
It's one more time that you get an opportunity to interact with Zach Abraham and to hear him describe what the, the, the Bulwark Capital Management risk management, that risk management focus of theirs, what that means for you as potential client or as an existing client. And they're doing a Know Your Risk Radio webinar. These are live webinars. And these, I've, I've, I've attended multiple, multiple, multiple events about this. And they're always well attended. This is Thursday, August 18th. So you have a little bit of time for this. Do you have enough money to retire? When should you draw down on social security? Who needs estate planning? Who needs long-term care? Right. And so this is Thursday, August 18th at 3 p.m. This is a free live webinar online, but they do fill up. It happened last time. So what you need to do to register for this is pretty easy. Just go to knowyourriskradio.com. That's knowyourriskradio.com. And he does wrap these things up by taking questions from folks. So it's knowyourriskradio.com. And just a reminder that investment advice cannot be given without a client services agreement. Bulwark Capital Management's an investment advisor representative, Trek Financial LLC, and SEC registered investment advisor. We like to call people hypocrites. That's a phrase that the Lord Jesus uh, was the first to apply to people in circumstances like this. It originally meant actor. One of the fascinating books I have about the Christian faith. It explores the language the Lord Jesus used and draws from it inferences as to where he grew up. Now, we know a lot about where he grew up. We know where he lived. And so there's a lot of that that's documented. Um, but he applies the language the Lord uses, such as hypocrite. Where would he have picked this up? Why was he? Why did he like to use that phrase actor? And he often talked about performances. He talked about people, you know, uh, praying loudly and, and, and so people would pay attention to them. And the Lord Jesus would say, and truly, I tell you, you've had your reward. Everybody saw you. That's what you wanted. You wanted everybody to see you. Truly, I tell you, you have had your reward. And the author contends that his, his earthly father, uh, Joseph, he was a carpenter, may have built a theater where Jesus lived. And that might be how he got exposed to the performing arts. Now he's also God. So he invented the performing arts. So we love to call people hypocrites, but this gets down to the level of what is this so-called state AG who's been suspended. Here he is under the time of COVID. Here he is talking about the importance of the law he will not enforce the law against gender jacking kids. He will not enforce the law against chemically mutilating them. He will not enforce the law against surgically mutilating them. He will not enforce the laws about abortion. He will not enforce any of these. So he's been suspended. But what will the man enforce? And what does this say about the side on which he sits and who his master is? Parishioners at risk in a time of an emergency like this is not only reckless, but it's illegal. But where people are refusing to obey law enforcement in this regard, you risk being arrested and prosecuted. I'd like to note that I think it's unfortunate that the pastor here is hiding behind the First Amendment. One, it's absolutely clear that emergency orders like this are constitutional and valid. Lastly, I'd remind the good pastor of Mark 12:31, which says there's no more important commandment than to love thy neighbor as thyself. 
Loving your neighbors is protecting them, not jeopardizing their health by exposing them to this deadly virus. Let me help you with this, Andy. Loving thy neighbors from a Christian perspective means, in addition to serving rather than being served, son, is that you spread the word of God. You want to know when the apostles refused to follow the authorities? You want to know when? When they told them to not preach the word of God. When they told them to not gather. Andy, it shines. It's right there in front of us. Anything that helps people mentally or physically, they stand against. They don't know why. I don't regard people like this as clever enough to draw back to the conclusion of how is it that we've gotten on the side that attacks anything that's good for the human psyche? Faith is good for the human psyche. As a Christian, I regard my faith as the one true way to God. And I'll make that case with anybody as to why. Physical activity, all the things that they banned during the COVID. All the things they're doing to children crush mental health. They can't build it up. I don't regard him as smart enough to figure out how he landed on the side that is against everything that that supports life, everything that supports mental health. It's a great mystery to him. It's not a mystery to me, and it shouldn't be a mystery to any of us. It's not just the cultural revolution we're in. It's a spiritual attack. Our enemies, our, our fight is not against flesh and blood. It's against spirits and principalities. That's what we're seeing. This man's spirit is to shut down a pastor speaking the word of God, but not shut down a bloodthirsty gender jacking surgeon ready to slice apart the body parts of, of, of young kids who've been conned by society into thinking having their body parts sliced up is a solution to a mental illness. Sometimes it's not even a mental illness. It's a delusion that's been driven into their heads by a compliant society and people like that man and people like the Republicans in Washington state who let this thing start eight years ago. DeSantis standing against this is a thing of beauty. There are across the country people who are beginning to confront the bosses and people are beginning to understand that this is also great news. DeSantis speaking the way he does about this stuff gives license to other Republicans to stand the heck up and to speak out. And, and, and if, if DeSantis would invoke the word of God into this, oh, I think God would smile on that. This guy, Warren, wants to invoke the word of God. Oh, one thing about that, when he was quoting the Bible that way, there is a phrase I've learned. I thought taking the Lord's name in vain just meant speaking as his name angrily. That's, that's what I thought it meant. But as I become more educated and being discipled, I understand that taking the Lord's name in vain means asking for help on, on, on petty little things like, hey, God, help me put my shoe on. Or 
quoting his words deceptively to fool and to deceive. And by the way, just one more thing on that topic before we get to other people standing up to bosses. Who was the champion? Who was best known for misquoting the Bible to get what he wanted? Satan. When he took the Lord Jesus to the desert, he cherry-picked the Bible the same way that so-called state AG is cherry-picking the Bible there. The, the, the commonalities never end. When we're comparing these two sides, they never end. I don't know if Ron DeSantis is aware of what he's doing from a spiritual perspective. This is a um, confrontation between Tim Waltz in, in Minnesota and that state. Man, that state is being destroyed. Tim Waltz is at a state fair. He's dressed in a t-shirt, you know. He's, he's just one of the fellas. He just wanted to go to the fair and, and you know, see the heifers and have himself an elephant ear and some deep-fried ice cream. And instead, he got, got confronted by a citizen. <laughs> So I'll tell you what's going on in the scene there. I know it's a little bit hard to hear. It's just so, so cynical. And such a clear indication that Waltz is owned as well. Oh, we started the show by celebrating this relationship with our friends at Allen's Arts and Soaps. And it has become a, a very cool relationship. I've, I've known John, uh, the father of, of Allen, who runs the company with Allen. And Alan is nonverbal because he's so deeply impacted by, dramatically impacted by um, being on the spectrum, the autism spectrum. But that doesn't mean he's not creative. He's a very, very creative young man. He is the reason that they've got such unique sense of soaps because of his olfactory senses. It's just incredible how the Lord takes something that the, the party would treat as reason to kill a child. And he says, yeah, but he has these capabilities that you do not. And here's the deal. There are so many things that Alan Soaps dash Todd, alansoaps.com slash Todd has done for us. Sometimes I lose track. <laughs> so John has to keep me in check. Everything at alansoaps.com slash Todd is 10% off when you use the coupon Todd at checkout, except the Herminator sub, the DIY kit and the factory seconds because they already have discounts built in. So let me parse that a little bit. The Herminator subscription is for people who are taking Allen soaps or have bought it now. If you loved the soaps, you love supporting a company that supports life. You love supporting a company that's putting a dare out to big companies saying, hey, how come we can use the great talents of young guys like Allen and, and, young, and young kids like Allen? And you can't, you need robots. How come we can turn a profit and you can't? How come we can use all natural ingredients? How come we can use no harsh additives to our soaps? Everything's natural. How come we can do this all and you can't? Isn't that weird? Well, if that's happened to you and you love the soap, the Herminator sub, you get 10% off forever on the soaps and they're delivered to you before you run out. 
factory seconds, you know what those are. If you're new to Allen Soaps, allensoaps.com slash Todd, A-L-A-N-S soaps.com slash Todd. If you're new to the product, that's the way to try it at a discount. Absolutely nothing wrong with the soap. It's just banged up. I grew up on factory second breads, <laughs> cereals. I don't know how old I was when I found out that soda cans didn't always come dented. It's allensoaps.com slash talk. This is the voter confronting uh, Waltz, the so-called governor of Minnesota. And what he's saying here is, why did you let a police station burn to the ground? Why did you do that? And Waltz there in his t-shirt, he's one of the fellas. And right away, his staff, his babysitters come and they pull Waltz away from the dangerous, dangerous question from a dangerous voter who's understanding that all of this is on purpose. And I'll tell you what they do with Waltz just to prove once again who these people are. They pull him away to take pictures. They pull him away. And as that guy's trying to ask questions, Waltz is putting his arm around people and taking pictures. He had no care for what that voter said. His staff didn't want that answered because there is no answer other than because that's what we've been told to do. Or because I am a blatant coward and I'm afraid of Black Lives Matter Incorporated. I'm terrified of being called a racist. The, the true answer is this. This is what they've been told to do. That's the true answer. How do I know? Because it's consistent. Cowardness, cowardliness contributes to chaos. What we're watching with the leftist portion of the party is not chaotic. Shut down the cities with homeless people. Import illegal immigrants. Promote illegal drug use. Allow sex trafficking. Allow property crimes. Allow murders, gang and otherwise. Allow thefts, car thefts, break-ins. Do not build road infrastructure, build choo-choo train infrastructure. All of it goes the same direction. It's not incompetence because incompetence breeds chaotic results. These are not chaotic results. They're very specific results to crumble this society. Waltz is a guy who probably firmly understands there's very, very little he has to offer when he's of this mindset. Now, God can use any broken vessel and, and, and a waltz if God chooses to, but Waltz would have to open his, his, his heart to the Lord. It's an amazing thing to hear people in positions of power, and the White House spokeslier isn't necessarily in power, but she also makes super clear for us the odds or the, the stakes of this game. So here she is speaking about this abortion decision again, but listen to what the, and by the way, I'm done saying their names. They're interchangeable cogs of people whose job is to lie. They're specifically employed liars. This particular liar has her job because she professes to be same sex attracted. And I don't know how she can determine she's black. I don't think she's an anthropologist. I'm not aware of her being a sociologist. 
and certain that she's not a biologist, but somehow or another, she pretends to know she's black. From day one, when uh, when the Supreme Court made this extreme decision uh, to take away a, a constitutional right, uh, it was an unconstitutional, unconstitutional action by them, a right that was around for almost 50 years, a right that women had to make a decision on their bodies and how they want to start their families. I love the year zero approach to this. It was around for almost 50 years. Wow, 50, you say. How long was the Constitution around prior to that? How long was English common law in place? How long did the Bible exist with the, with the prohibitions stating thou shalt not murder? 50 years, wow. That's very impressive, lady who has her job because she's same-sex attracted and somehow or another pretends to know she's black. Not an anthropologist, lady. When people are allowed to lie at that level, and we'll talk about this on Tuesday when we talk about the Alex Jones precedent and Republicans or others, I don't care. Truth tellers don't stand up to them. DeSantis and what he's doing is standing up for the truth. He's standing up for biological reality, standing up for the blatant meaning of the, of the constitution of the state of Florida when others don't stand up. You end up with gargantuan evil like this. Our friend, ethical skeptic, exchange a note with him this weekend. I'd love to get him back on the show. Ethical skeptic is regarded by everybody on team reality on COVID as the preeminent data analyst. I know his actual name and I know his complete background and naval intelligence is a small part of it. He's impressive. He's been tracking the CDC disappearing data, hiding it because they don't want people to know. We'll talk about this with Ron Johnson's words on the Alex Jones precedent day. Can you tell I'm excited about that show? The CDC, this is ethical skeptic writing, has resumed in part their data. We see that our two man-made aspects of the COVID disaster are in hot pursuit of the civil war for largest creator, largest human created disaster ever in our history. And he notes, no, this chart should not be crafted per capita, so don't ask. He is tracking the deaths from the lockdowns, that's deaths of despair, and he's tracking the deaths from the, uh, from, from the denial of early treatment, telling people to go home and get sicker. You know what he's not yet tracking, but I bet he will, is the in- injection deaths, the follow-on deaths. And that's being rolled into cancer and heart attacks, and everybody's pretending Everybody's pretending that sudden adult death syndrome isn't from the injections, except we all, all of us know it's from the injections. All of us. Ron DeSantis needs to get there. And I am telling you, I am begging President Trump, anyone around him, he has got to figure out how badly they rolled him. Yeah, the deaths from the Civil War, 618,200. Ethical skeptics numbers, which are, in my judgment, uh, almost, almost unimpeachable. Denial of COVID early treatment, 485,600. Missteps in the COVID response, and that's a kind phrase, missteps, 537,400. Those two events separately are very close to the Civil War. Added together, they're 1,023,000 people. They're closing in on doubling deaths from the Civil War. Anyone hearing that? 
in the Mockingbird media? Of course not. But we hear this. That fake AG that Ron DeSantis has suspended, who stood outside a church and took the Lord's name in vain, quoting scripture just like Satan did to deceive, to attack, to shut down the spreading of the word of God, pretending to care about the the rule of law. They all do. All the Soros type AGs pretend to be fascinated with the, 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 the letter of the law, like the terrorist, the mental terrorist, legal terrorist in Washington state, the thug. Uh, Bob Ferguson. Well, here's the, the, the stakes of the game. Here's what's coming. This is a statement about, oh, no, same-sex attracted people should continue to have orgies. They just had one in San Francisco. They just had a massive event that, that has a whole bunch of public sex and, but, but, Vax equity. Community organizations to make and reserve slots at that clinic for members of the communities that have been most hardest hit, even within communities of gay men and other LGBTQ individuals. For example, um, Latinx men, Latino men in San Francisco are disproportionately impacted. So we're working with our community organizations to give them appointment slots where people don't have to wait in line. And we are trying to achieve vaccine equity that way. So everyone has a chance to get vaccine. Number one, these injections aren't going to stop this. Number two, they're trying to push the mRNA onto people. Number three, they're using an HIV model. Number four, what we've seen with the mRNA injections has made people's immune systems weaker, particularly in the community of people who are promiscuous and same-sex attracted, which is what she's talking about. All right, but that's just monkeypox. That's just, okay, track me here. Stay with me. Canada. They have lost in court, Justin Trudeau lost in court. A ruling of a judge was you have absolutely no scientific evidence to support what you did to Canadians. You have no scientific evidence in support of the lockdowns or the the injection diktats, the, the, the passports, your traveling papers. This is a matter of record of law now. And how, well, wait, that's objective. That's subjective, brother. The judge is just, that's the judge's opinion. No, it's not. You know what it's based upon? Their emails. Where the so-called public health officials in Canada admit in their emails, man, we've got to find some excuse to lock people down. We've got to find some excuse to get a so-called vaccine passport. They, they, They have no scientific evidence for this, as the judge has said, but they do have the vaccine passports. This is a, a, a woman an older woman in a government office and listen to what she is told. I cannot obviously compel you to perform a rive can if you refuse to do it, that is your choice. I am not going to sit here and try to strong arm you or convince you. Um, Current policy though is that we are supposed to uh, issue you a quarantine order at that point. Uh, So that's what I'm going to have to do then today. But I'm vaccinated. Isn't that just for unvaccinated? Well, it comes down to this is what I have to do as a screening officer. I don't have the ability to make that decision. I can put you in touch with public health. You can speak to one of them if you choose to. I also can't force you to do that. Sorry, sir, may I, I don't mean to interject, but you're saying that you're acting as a screening officer. So are you employed by the, uh, by the Public Health Agency of Canada? Uh, no, I'm employed by the Canada Border Service Agency. CBSA border service officers are also classified as screening officers under the Quarantine Act. Okay, so why is CBSA being forced to do PHAC's dirty work? That's a question about my pay grade, sir. I don't know. 
Okay. All right, so in any case, though, I um, had to put you into quarantine. So this is the information uh, for that. That's your public health uh, or your uh, vaccination info, passport and two test kits. So that's all back for you. And you're basically all set on our end. So what if I don't do this? Because I have been two and a half years and mm -hmm. well, isolated for two years. I'm not going to isolate again. Okay. So what I can certainly appreciate the frustration over the pandemic. Uh, once again, that's a public health issue, not a CBSA issue. So we have zero follow-up or enforcement on our end. It goes to public health and uh, they have an enforcement compliance division where they handle all that stuff, which they do whatever it is that they do. I don't talk to them. I don't work with them. It's all done electronically through the arrive can app or whatever. So. How are you feeling? You okay there, Joe? I'm getting upset. This is ridiculous. This is insane. I shouldn't have to go through this. No Canadian should. Just because I don't want to put an app on my phone. It's insane. Don't you think? I do. I do. I understand that you just don't want to download the Justin Trudeau Arrive Can app on your phone. You've provided the paperwork showing you're fully vaccinated. Yes, I have. They're slamming her into quarantine. Justin Trudeau has had COVID how many times? Justin Trudeau over the weekend took a private plane. Mr. Climate Alarmism himself popped off the private plane with his family, none of them wearing woke masks. They don't need the Vax Pass. They don't need the I Can Travel. DeSantis going after this fake AG is DeSantis in defense of the truth. Is DeSantis getting in the way of Big Pharma? And guys, the enemy is going to be all over Ron DeSantis. They're going to try to destroy him, the enemy and pharma. And they're one and the same in my judgment. Where's this all going? Well, this way. That's Canada. We are right down the block. They're still building the infrastructure for the injection diktat passports. The state of Utah is going to adopt this with their digital driver's license. If you download that, if you put that on your phone, you have just said, control everything in my life. If you download that app in Utah and you start using it, you are the problem. Because this is where this is all headed. On Tucker Carlson, Tucker has on his show a woman we began to talk about mm, a couple of months ago. She's been tracking what they're doing to the farmers in you know, the Dutch farmers. She went on Tucker's show to talk about now the expansion of the so-called Vax Pass into some other areas. The digital identity mm -hmm. is not just a passport that you will have on, an, on your iPhone mm -hmm. in a digital form. It entails just about everything the government would like to know about you. Mm -hmm. And yesterday in the Dutch media, we saw a perfect example of what it could entail in the near future. Mm -hmm. We had the CEO of one of the largest Dutch banks say, why don't we start with a personal carbon credit? Oh. A carbon wallet, she called it, actually. Yeah. So right in line with the plans that the World Economic Forum people have for us. And she said it in a way that was particularly funny. She said, well, if everyone gets an individual personal carbon credit, why don't we make it so that rich people who, for example, want to go on holiday a little too often uh -huh. can buy personal carbon credit from other people who, for example, can't afford 
buying plane tickets or eating meat too often. So we can that way swap it out. Oh, so so if if Bill Gates uh, or Leonardo DiCaprio's carbon footprint is getting a bit too big, uh, then some peasant living in his hovel up country somewhere can sell his, uh, and he can't afford to go to Saint Tropez, but he'll be able to sell his carbon allowance. To Leonardo DiCaprio, so Leonardo can park his yacht in Saint Tropez for a couple of extra days. Exactly right. That's it. So what will happen is the richer, the rich will get richer, the poor will get poorer, and they're saying it openly as if it's not a controversial、yeah. thing at all.、Yeah. It's neo feudalism. That's、yeah. what it is. Well, it's far more than that.、Uh, with all due respect to the great political commentator Eva Vlandin Borek,、uh, her last name Vladder Gingerbrook. I know I'm saying that wrong. I also misidentified Tucker Carlson as Mark Stein, as you heard by the Voice. I still think God is saying to me, "Yeah, go ahead and keep making fun of Joe Biden's dementia. Go ahead and keep doing that. I'll give you a little taste of it here or there, and you can see how funny it is." That's the stakes of the game, guys. That's why it's so so refreshing, so important to see what. Ron DeSantis is doing in the way of treating his leadership position in the way I think God would have it treated. He is stewarding it. We're about to wrap up、uh, this generation of the printing of the Todd Herman Show shirts.、Uh, some new designs are on the way. If these are the designs you want to get, or you want to get all the generations, go to the toddhermanshow.com and and just hit the store link. Super easy. It's right at the top. There are two shirts. I've heard you say that. And here's what's coming next. Now I shouldn't say this because it's going to cost people to wait to buy. But I want to be honest. What's coming next are we think we're going to do the uninjected, unafraid version of the shirts. And if you were injected and you got conned, please don't feel bad. And you can buy some if you want for some of your uninjected friends. I think that's going to be big. We've also had requests to take the beginning of the show, 100%、um, disapproved by big pharma tyrants and technocrats everywhere. That would go on the back. The name of the show always goes on the back. It's always something in relation to the Word of God on the front. This time it says, "The only knee we take is to the Lord." I think we may, you may find a Bible verse that relates to the show. I think we're going to create a life verse for the for the for the podcast. I think that may go on the front, but these shirts are about to be sunsetted. So you go to the toddhermanshow.com/slash or not not slash store, but toddhermanshow.com. Click on the store link. The shirts are twenty nine ninety nine, and we're beginning to ship these out now. And last time we sold, ouch! We're going to sell out this time as well. So if you want every generation, this would be the time to do that. Go to the toddhermanshow.com and hit the store link. Otherwise, they're gone. Always, always be changing. Never get predictable. Sololinsky. Never let your activists get bored. Had an amazing number of great responses to our conversation with Gianna Jessen. Gianna was born in an abortion clinic,、um, and she's grown into a woman of incredible faith and intelligence and happiness, and, and sometimes sadness. 
That was the most raw interview anyone's ever honored me by doing, by sharing her true feelings on that day rather than just rolling into her job as spokesperson. And I'm really honored to call Gianna a friend. Patrick wrote, your conversation with Gianna Jessen was inspirational. As my dad was adopted as a baby because his birth mom died 10 days later. It makes me realize how many lives would not have happened had he been aborted in 1916. Yeah, not just lives, I'm sure. Positive impacts, positive interactions. Thank you for sharing that. We had a lot of emails this way. Maria, I just finished your episode with Gianna. Very moving. She's such an inspiration. Thanks for all you do. I love your show and I've learned so much listening to you. I love how you put God in the center. You've helped me see things in a way I never saw them before. God bless you. Maria, thank you. Um, and I just want to be clear, God's done that. God drew you to the show. The Lord God is drawing you to himself. I hope that you'll find a church home, a biblical church home, so that you are surrounded by the people of God and also that you do what the Lord Jesus asked us to do, which is to love his church as he loves us. His church is the body of Christ. I hope you'll take that step, Maria. And I hope that you've asked Jesus to, to enter your life and accepted him as your savior and have decided to dedicate your life to him, Maria. Love you. Sarah, regular, regular listener here, I'm a homeschooling mom, an RN, and a pastor's wife. I'm disappointed to hear that the so-called alternate community is using the phrase, God doesn't make mistakes in an effort to affirm the homosexual lifestyle. Just wanted to share that I teach my kids in addition to the fact that God does not make mistakes. That is that all that God calls sin in the Bible is his way of telling us how, um, how he did not make us. God knows the proper care and feeding of his creation because he's a loving father. He would never make us one way and then call it sin. Thanks for his show. I appreciate you very much, Sarah. Uh, the fact is this, if you are a human being and you contend that you have never dealt with issues of lust, you're either very, very uniquely programmed or you're really not telling yourself the truth. Now, if you've dealt with those temptations and you have said no, it doesn't mean that you didn't sin in your mind. If you dealt with those temptations and you caved, well, then you gave in to the same thing that we are asking same-sex attracted people to not give in to. And this is the church's fault. The church as a whole has done a terrible thing by elevating same-sex, on uh, elevating acting upon same-sex attraction to a sin that is somehow uniquely sinful. It's not. We've also done a really poor job of communicating our, our failures and our failures to not give in to fleshly desires. It's not a unique thing. What we're saying to same-sex attracted people is, A, we love you. B, that's a sin. Don't do it. And C, yeah, it's hard to have this thing that you really, really want, but it is not you. You are not your feelings. You're not sandwich warner. What do you mean? Well, that's your identity. You, you, you told me you're really hungry. You want a sandwich. So you're a sandwich warner. Ah, I'm just hungry. Right. You're not gay. You just have same-sex attraction. But that's how God made me. Well, God also made us perfect. And then we sinned. And with that sin came desires to steal and covet and lie. It's not a unique thing. And the church has made an error in making it a unique thing. Great note, Sarah. I appreciate you very much and listening to the podcast. I'm really excited about the show on Tuesday. 
I've been building up to a case to sue the Mockingbird Media and the Alex Jones settlements, well, settlements, the Alex Jones verdict, I think gives me all the structure I need to make a case that we can in fact sue the Mockingbird Media and take from them a whole bunch of money. It's the Todd Herman Show. Please do share it with friends using the share button in your app. Please go be well, be strong, be kind. And let's ask God to help other people see his face through us, which means that we become more godly for that to happen.